Hey everybody, it's Sam with Daily Sports Betting Overtime. And so many of you have reached out to me on dailysportsbettingot at gmail.com or on Twitter at Overtime Daily and said, Sam, I've made bets in person in Vegas, but I'm not real sure how exactly to make an online bet. So that's what we want to go over today. In this very first podcast episode, starting on the Overtime Network, where we're going to be from now on. Hopefully the feed is going to get switched over there. If not, then I will be letting you guys know So you can go over there, subscribe and follow, make sure you're getting all of your daily bets and all of these little tricks of the trade that we're going to be talking about. So I wanted to start off basic, simple. How do you make an online sports bet? Because so many states are coming into sports betting across the country and there's more and more and more Sports books popping up in your state every day. I really suggest for you guys to get on, on some kind of site that will allow you to know when a new sports book is in your state so that you can see what kind of odds they have, what kind of promos they have, the deals that you can get. And if you're in a state, that doesn't allow sports betting. Are you close enough to make the drive over to a neighboring state where you can make your bets? That's one thing about online sports betting is you just have to be within that state. They have geo trackers. You have to turn on the location setting on your phone. I know I hate it too. I hate that they can track, but um, they need it in order for it to be legal. So if you live close enough that you can drive to a neighboring state, then I encourage you guys to do that. I know there's um, a lot of guys before New York became legal. New York is a legal state in order you can bet in it now. A lot of people just drove across the bridge right into New Jersey, made their bets. Because New Jersey's been legal, I think, almost two years now, three years. And so they just they just did that every day. Either before work, at lunch, you know, after work. They would just go over there. I know there are a lot of people that get better odds in different states. They drive the 10, 15, 20 miles on, say, a Saturday, and they make a week's worth of bets. So there's a lot of different mobile apps that you can look at, and that's one of the things that I want to encourage you. Like I said, you want to Google gambling in your state, sports betting in your state, a lot of state websites keep those up to date, and let you know what is in your state, whether it's FanDuel, it's DraftKings, 
Fox Bet, Bet MGM, Points Bet, um, trying to think of Barstool uh, Bets. There are a lot of different betting sites out there. I encourage you not to use just one because you want to make sure that you're looking at the different promos, you're looking at odds on the sports that you're going to be betting, and you want to see what sites are easier to navigate for you, how you can find each sport, but also do they have an explanation of the rules for each bet that you're making so that you know what they are? Don't be afraid to ask others who have experienced betting on sports for their feedback. I know, you know, when I was first getting into this, I hit up a lot of my friends. They were like, oh, use DraftKings, oh, use FanDuel, use, you know, this, that, and the other. As they became experienced, they would tell me, hey, you want to use this particular site because it generates, you go up in tiers and you can get comps, you can you can actually get things physically in that ca- casino or in other casinos around the state, so, or excuse me, around the nation. So you want to make sure that you're doing that. Some of the other things that my friends wanted to talk to me and tell me about was how big of a hassle it was for you to register. You know, there are some that it's simple. You know, they want to know the basic demographics, your name, your dress, things like that. Others, it's a big time hassle. They um, want too much information, it seems like. And their cash out methods are inconvenient. You know, I want to be able to get my money now. I don't want to have to wait for it. I want a lot of different payment options. I want them to also take a lot of different payment options, whether it be my debit card, my bank account, uh, credit card, um, PayPal, Venmo. I want them to take a lot of different payment options, and I want them to be able to return my money also that way. I want them to do it fairly quickly. You know, within seconds, definitely. In the old days, and by that I mean probably 10, 15 years ago, if you were betting online, you had to sometimes wait two, three days, seven days for your cash out. And and you don't want that. So when you're looking through these sites, you want to see, do they have the games that I want? Do they have good odds? Is it easy to navigate? Can I find the rules? And what is the cash out method? Then what do you want to do is you're going to create your account. You want to make sure that you're comfortable with this and you're going to download their app to create account. And the thing that I guess I want to encourage you guys to do is chart out your bets 
before you start risking money. And most sports books give you access to their odds without having um, to create an account so that you can see the money lines, the totals, and if you're ready to put your money at risk. There are also different tracking sites that I encourage you to use. Um, BetSperts. I use them. I have used them in the past. It's B-E-T-S-P-E-R-T-S. And you can place bets there without money so that you can see what you would win or what you would uh, have to pay out if you're losing. Things like that. Do it for a week. And see, hey, play with the different sport uh, sports books like BetSperts that I was talking about. You can switch the different books. Uh, you may place a bet here on FanDuel and pretend to place a bet here on DraftKings. And it'll keep track of your bets and how much money you're winning or losing. Now, the steps involved in creating a different account on different sites... A lot of times, they just are little minor things, but it seems like most online sports books, they want your name, address, they want you to create a password, they want a mobile phone number, your email address. A lot of times, that becomes your username, so don't have some crazy uh, email address in your date of birth. And then, like I said, a lot of them want to know, do you do you want to open up an account with a casino? BetMGM, for instance. They want to know, do you want to be a part of their rewards program? So they'll ask you additional questions. That's what makes some of the sites different. And then they're going to ask you to make a deposit. Most of them have the following options, credit or debit, play plus, which is a card you can create, you can go to their website, and it's a card that you can put money on, it's an extra line kind of of security, um, a prepaid card, a lot of times the site, it'll be site specific, and it is also another layer of defense as far as being a security. A lot of them let you use pen pal, uh, e-checks, the automatic transfers, uh, online bank transfers, wire transfers, and pay near me. And like I said, it depends on the online sports book that you are actually looking at. And you can deposit your money very quickly. Believe me, they want your money very quickly, so they make it very easy for you to do. Now, sometimes, like I said, sometimes uh, it can take hours or days for you to get your money back, and that's what you really want to watch. Now, when I told you about play plus you and it's the actual plus sign it's not the word plus play pay plus is 
kind of a payment option that's offered by a lot of the popular sports books that lets you fund your wagering account, withdraw your winnings, and access your money. And you actually have to go to their their system and fund it, and then you can use that. They send you a little a card. It looks like a credit card or a debit card in the mail that has your number on it also. So we talked about making sure that you looked at the promotions. I want to encourage you to do that before you sign up. Because a lot of times they don't automatically pop up when you're joining a sports book. You actually have to read, go to the section where it says promotions, click on that, and opt in for that promotion. A lot of people forget and they just assume, well, I'm creating a new account. They're automatically going to give me whatever. No, guys. No, no, no. If it doesn't automatically pop up for you to register, you to opt in, you need to go to promotions and actually do that yourself. So a lot of sportsbooks do offer generous promotions, especially uh, during the dog days of summer and when a sport is starting. Or if you've got a big UFC fight, big boxing match going on. And a lot of these are the risk-free bets or bonuses that equal or equal a certain percentage of what your initial first deposit is. So a lot of times what people will do is say, oh, I'm going to register and I'm going to only spend 20 bucks. Your promotion is, you know, if you deposit $100, we'll give you $100 also. Well, if you deposit 20, then they're going to give you 20. If you're really going to take advantage of that promotion, you want to do the full 100. And so it's wise to take advantage of any and all promotions that's offered through it. The rule of thumb is when your sports book will hand you free money, take it. Don't hesitate. Now, the next thing that I want to talk to you guys about is the rules. And I bought, I, I brought this up earlier. Guys, you need to make sure that you are familiar with the rules of the various types of bets. Because you don't want to ever assume you know the rules of a bet before placing the bet. It's always better to double check what the rules are than get caught off guard. I'm going to talk a lot more about this in a future podcast. But a lot of people, especially horse racing, have problems with this as far as ties. Um, What happens if a game, event, or match is canceled? What happens when it's postponed? And you're thinking, well, that's easy, Sam. It's da 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 No, it may not be, guys. So you want to make sure you're reading your rules. Certain sports books, if a baseball game is postponed, 
they actually keep your money until it's played. So if you get something that's postponed, a lot of times it'll be played the next day. It's no big deal. Sometimes they postpone it, and it may be three months down the line. Do you want your money tied up for that long? Is that something that you're okay with? Should be. We'll talk about that later. But are you okay with that? A lot of times, books, if the game itself is canceled, they cancel your bet. Even though I've seen games canceled and they say, hey, we're, we're canceling this game, but we're going to play it on July 28th. They won't keep your money until then because they don't want to keep track of it. They just give it back to you. And you, if you want to put a bet on the July 28th game, that's your issue. I also am going to talk a lot about this in a future episode. But guys, you really, 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 I think I emphasized that enough, maybe. You have to set a budget. One of the biggest mistakes that beginner sports bettors make, they don't set their budget or they do set a budget and they don't stick with it. Do not risk what you cannot afford to lose. And you'll hear me say that a lot on the the betting podcast where I'm giving you my picks is I'll say, don't be spending your rent money, your mortgage money, your food money on placing these bets. So it's wise to kind of more or less stick to the same betting amount with each wager. I hate going with friends and they want to make a $2 wager on this game and a $100 wager on that game and This game they're going to put 20 on, and this game they're going to do 50. And, guys, a lot of times with betting, yes, you can have the knowledge, but we all know that there's some luck involved. We all know injuries happen. Things happen during the course of the game, such as referees or as in uh, UFC judges. And so, guys, the reason why beginning betters well and some experienced betters get themselves into trouble is they identify what they consider quote a can't miss bet unquote guys there's no such thing i know a lot of people want to give out locks but like i said injuries happen field conditions happen referees happen a lot of things do and so On these locks or these can't-miss bets that they've identified, people want to bet a lot more money on these relative to their usual bet. So if the bet doesn't win, it's not a lock. A lot of people find themselves really in an awkward situation or a desperate situation because they were counting on that money. Guys, the most successful handicappers are between 55 and 60% of the time winning money, which means 40 to 45% of the time they're losing 
their bets. And that's the reason why I always encourage you guys, really look at a handicapper's record. Make sure it's out there in the open. You guys know um, I say what my my record was from the previous day in all the articles that you can find on the OvertimeNetwork.com. If you go to that particular day's, I think it's the third paragraph, third or fourth paragraph in every article tells you what my record is, what my record is, you know, since this year and what it is for the month. So you guys really need to make sure that you're looking at that. So when you go to place your bets, you pick your sport and you want to look through all the lines, see what you've identified that you think you're going to win on. Because now it's time for you to place your bet and you want to click on the line you want. Guys, you will then be taken to a different screen and you'll want, you'll see up the top, usually there'll be tabs for a straight wager, whether you want it to be a parlay or a teaser. And if this is the only bet you're making, let's go for a straight bet. You're just going to enter the amount of money that you want to risk on that game. And then you click on OK or confirm bet. And I tell you, good luck. We're going to talk about doing parlays, doing teasers in a future episode. You guys know I like to keep them under a half an hour. We're hitting the 22-minute mark. So I really want to get off here and actually... Go play some bets. So the next episode that you hear from me on Daily Sports Betting Overtime should be a betting podcast about what bets I'm placing that particular day. Whether it's soccer, the NBA, hockey, baseball, uh, college football, NFL, college basketball, tennis, UFC, uh, boxing, golf, NASCAR. Do all of those. So, guys, I wish you the best of luck. I hope you get your bets in online. If you guys have any questions, comments, problems, or protests about this particular episode, like I said at the beginning, hit me up at dailysportsbettingot at gmail.com or make sure that you hit me up on Twitter and follow me on Twitter at OvertimeDaily. You also want to follow this particular podcast, Daily Sports Betting Overtime, and we're getting ready to switch over to the Overtime Network. And here we should be up today, if not two days from now, on all major podcasting platforms as I look forward to talking to you soon, and hopefully I'll see you down the road.